Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge. Come on in, sit down, relax, have yourself a peanut butter rum smoothie. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm one of your hosts. It's a conversation about the video gaming industry, a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer, and a conversation amongst friends. Joining us this week, starting in the far top left in the dark Brady Square, it's Kate. And I'm half asleep. You know, you, you look like somebody who's in one of those witness protection programs. <laughs> where, where you... Yeah, you should be talking like this. Like, I don't want everybody to sleep. Kate's not your real name. Nice. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen that in so long. Next wow, to, memories. Next to Kate in the middle top Brady Square, uh, we have Turo. Oh, okay. So I'm up there. So who's over here? It's different. It's different for everybody's screen. Doesn't just go, dude. Uh, but I'm in the center. You're in the, I'm the top center, 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 yes. And in not the, on my screen, you're not. Yes. In the top anyway, right, uh, all the way from the Great White North, that is not Canada, but is the lonely, barren wastes of Wisconsin. It's Matt. Howdy. And in the bottom left. Looking like something horrific out of the Matrix on my screen for some reason. It's Dave. He looks like he's in the witness protection program. Yeah, it, you're well, what happened? You're totally blurred you're out. You're all pixelated. Oh my god, his face! <laughs> you look like you're. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you look like <laughs> you're doing that, that, horror, that horror movie thing where you're shaking your head so fast that, yeah. Oh, the Jacob's Ladder. Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, a don't hug me, I'm scared. Oh, okay. I was oh, that's that, awesome. But, uh, yeah. No, he looks like he's a, he, his face is being pixelated out. So we have... Wow. good reason for that. Yeah. He's also in Witness There's really good reason for that. It's like Kate is like the 70s version of Witness Protection, and then Dave's the late 80s version. No, uh, we this have, is the Witness wow. Protection. Yeah, we have a, a ton of stuff. Dave, try changing your thing up to high res or whatever. Uh... We have a lot to talk about. Yeah, but There's, when I do but, that, it says... Yeah, just do it anyways. Um, just do right. it anyways. Uh, and then, so let's talk about what we've got. Uh, we have a ton of news today. We've got reader mail to go through. But let's start, as we always do, what is everybody playing? Kate, how about you? I haven't been playing much. I've been working too much. Um, I played DOAX 3, of course. Uh... Final Fantasy Tactics, Force Alliance. Um, some Overwatch. And I started volunteering for a new D&D group that meets to help with people with mental illness. Nice. Nice. Very cool. As long as they don't cast a real fireball at you. Because, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's what happens when you have mental illness, Mark. <laughs> so uh, is that a weekly, monthly? What kind of? Yeah, it's a weekly thing. Weekly that's awesome. Thing. That's awesome. Um, 
Did you say Final Fantasy Record Keeper or no? Yeah, I've been playing a little bit of it. Uh, not like a ton, but I've been, you know, logging in every day to get the Mithril and that stuff. Cool. Uh, we'll skip over the unknown person in the top center square. Matt, how about you? Um, I, basically, I think all I've played in the last week is Adventure Capitalist, to be honest. <laughs> I love that you're not uh, even playing the actual clicker game, you're playing the PS4 version of it. I'm playing the PS4 version and just buying the managers right away so I don't have to do anything. I just log in a couple times an evening and redistribute my money and, yeah, um... Uh, I have been playing, I did play over the weekend some uh, No Man's Sky, uh, but I haven't been able to get back to it this week yet, so um, the uh, try to play the free-to-play free city builder game, which his name is escaping me at the moment, uh, but I got hit with the you don't get your first city for free bug, so it's too much effort for me to put in a ticket to get it fixed, so I won't be playing the game. It looked like um, PS2 power. It looked like PS2 graphics anyways, kind of. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. It, it, it did not look good. Um, once I got into it, just did a little bit of it. Not not good at all. Um, other than that, I uh, did watch my uh, oldest play some more of the uh, Digimon Cyber Sleuth. That that is actually a the the thing that Nintendo has refused to do with Pokemon, but it's it's a it's a actual Digimon game on a full size console, so it's it's not some kind of side thing or goofy off thing. It's it's an actual Digimon game uh, with pretty much every Digimon ever. So um, my son's currently running the season three team, so. That's pretty cool because that was my favorite season of Digimon. Um, yeah, otherwise I haven't really had oh, War of Gems or Gems of War or whatever that. Gems of War. Puzzle quest Power thing Tom? is. No, not that. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, that I play that. and uh, Otherwise we caught up finally on The Flash. So we're finally done with season two. Uh, been nice. catching up on... Legends of Tomorrow. Um, also nice. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll have to talk about Flash sometime because there's some things about it that bothered me and other things that I really enjoyed. But um, the uh, and um, burr, 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 burr. I forgot there's something else, but I can't remember what it is now. Of course, I didn't write any of this down. So oh, and uh, Pokemon Go still pretty much every night, walking the dogs, catching Pokemon. Nice. We'll have news um, about that a little later. Yeah. yeah. Um, horrific Nightmare Fuel Dave. Is it still there? Oh, it's horrific. Like, you'll clear yeah. up, and you'll have moments of clarity, which is kind of like your actual life, and then it will just like, <laughs> completely... <laughs> and the then you move. Yeah, if, you, if you just did that for a set up that joke, <laughs> I've... Much respect. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that would just be like, awesome. He looks like, you know that meme of Final Fantasy VIII where it has Renoa saying, you're the best looking guy here, and then it shows Squall's like, really super like weird pixelated face? <laughs> yeah, that's what it <laughs> that's is. That's what he looks like. Yeah, like I said, it's not witness protection. It's the viewer protection. Um, so they... Never mind. I, yeah. 
I wonder if your connection's bad. After you tell us what you do, you should drop in. Right now, his mouth is between his eyes. I know. It's really weird. You should, after you're done. Nice. Actually, you know what? Why don't you drop and we'll let Turo go now that he's actually back. Can I recognize him? And then I'll just add him back. Yay. Well, you were doing 80s, 90s, and I was doing today. See? Yeah. Witness protection. Oh, jeez. That's not even today. That's old. Yeah. Well, I mean, people still do it. Dave, still. Go, ch go change your name. Now it's a different face. I've got it blocked with the add to call thing. Your name is all wrong again. It says Dave. No, it doesn't. It says Dave. Okay. It says Dave. I understand. It doesn't. <laughs> I understand what you guys are seeing, but it did not. <laughs> That's why I was saying something. Um, uh, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tara. Salt. What were you playing? Oh, all right. I played Tate, uh, Titanfall 2. That was awesome. I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, it was the the tech multiplayer test, and it was I had a lot of fun. Um, I liked all the things that they did change, and I thought it was funny that in the preview of the whole intro, welcome to the multiplayer stress test or whatever, at the very end, when it's describing the game on how you're going to have new titans and you're going to have new... Uh, players and new weapons and all sorts of stuff like that. It goes, and there will be a single-player campaign. Oh, that just that just made me giggle because they just made a they made a note saying that that's actually going to be included. So right, I'm gonna that part made me uh, um, And then I played Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, that kind of thing. Um, uh, Pokemon Go like crazy, um, still, and uh, um, I started Arkham Knight over again because I'm gonna try to beat it beforehand. But I think that's gonna be impossible with all the packing. So there's that, and then TV shows. Um, I finished. I rewatched Stranger Things with my brother. He is on the last episode. Which I don't know how he he stopped watching it after episode seven. He's like, I gotta go to bed. I was like, We don't. We have one more episode. You're fine. And then started watching The Strain last night, which I've been wanting to watch for a long time. And as soon as I started, I went into seven episodes deep before I had to go to bed. So that's that, and slowly packing and selling. Uh, how about Mr. This is why we can't have nice things. What? Dude, that's been fixed for like an hour. I, I, I'm telling you it for some reason, once you, once you left the call and came back, it's back to the other one. I, I seriously didn't do anything. I, know, I swear to God. I know you didn't. It's fine. But you're super choppy, but let's try anyways. That's just weird. You know, should I do a restart? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, if you want to... just see the program. It could be. Don't know. Let me, let, me try, let me try restarting. All right, and I'll talk about what I've done for the last week. Uh, let's see. First off, I have been playing Neverwinter, mostly just logging in every day to get the daily rewards. Uh, I have... I actually, Kate, forgot to log in for over a week to Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which is probably a bad sign for the longevity of the game for me, because... 
I think I was getting bored anyways. Um, I longevity of the game. It's a mobile game you've been playing for like two years. I know, I think but I'm saying... plenty of longevity. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I think I'm getting bored of... I don't think I'll... I don't know. I, I've been logging in here and there, but not daily like I should. Um, yeah. I have also been playing... I'm looking at my notes. Oh, Batman Unmasked. Uh, did play a little bit more of that, and that is pretty good. That's the Telltale Batman game. Um... I have been playing a buttload of Storm Coast Legends, and I actually went ahead and bought it for the PC as well because there is uh you can create like entire campaign scenarios on the PC version, but not to the point that it was actually cool enough to tell a story with. Sadly, because they're the same price. It's twenty bucks mm. on the PSN. It's twenty bucks on the PC. Um, but they had made it sound like you could do all this scripting and all this scripting and stuff. And so I was really excited about it, but not so much. But we'll talk about CRPGs a little bit more in a bit. Um, and I have been playing a little bit of Overwatch. I have not touched No Man's Sky for over a week now. And I, I'm not missing it until they patch the hell out of it and give us a lot of the features that they promised they were going to. Um it's not that I like got upset. Okay, with so I keep hearing, I keep hearing that, I keep hearing that. What, what, what? And again, I, I, I know I don't play nearly as hard as you and a lot of people do, so yeah. it's probably my perspective is different. But we covered that last week a little bit. But what I keep hearing people until they patch it and put in all the features they promised, I'm not gonna play the game. But nobody ever says what is their list of minimal features Actually, that that's, has that's, to be added in. That's something that we discussed last week. There was an entire Reddit thread that showed all the things that they promised versus what they well, no, no, right, delivered. right. But okay, for me, yes. But I physics, assume everybody's list is physics is a big one. Um, number two, differentiation on the planets would be nice. Number three, having the factions do something and be able to engage in actual, actual, um, you know, actual, uh, war, you know, actual big skirmishes, um, some kind of ship differentiation, because right now the only thing that's different is the size of the ship and that's it. Um, right or the size of the number of slots that you have. There's absolutely no other differentiation whatsoever. Um, right. That that wasn't the promised item, though. Yeah, it was. They said that each ship would have different capabilities and features. That was the whole reason why you were going to want to barter for ships in the first place, was because you could get different functionality out of one ship versus another. Well, okay. Now, I could argue that they delivered that, but you won't accept it, so I'm not going to. But well, one could argue that based on the number of slots, you have different capabilities with different ships, depending on how many uh, slots you're willing to sacrifice. That's not really capabilities. That's just different different sizes of of storage slots. I, now, I don't want to make it sound like I hate the game. I don't hate the game, but I've also played enough of the game to know that the gameplay loop that is there is not going to sustain me to the center of the universe. Now, granted, I don't know how far I am from the center of the universe because I didn't check because I didn't know you could. I may boot it up just to check that once I figure out how, as we were discussing. Five light years. Yeah, because if I'm like <laughs> if I'm like within you know a reasonable amount of time, I might just do it anyways. Although I'm still fairly convinced that my theory about the end of the game is correct. 
And if that's the case, then I would get super pissed. And so I kind of don't want to do it. So we'll see. Mm. Um, but uh, I did not play much of that. But I, what I did end up doing was shotgunning the first two seasons of Orphan Black, uh, which is a BBC show that's very good. Um, and and played a lot of Stormcoast Legends. I now have like a level 14. It's actually a Canadian show. Is it? Well, it was, it was broadcast on BBC, or it had the BBC. Yeah, but it's, it's Canadian. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know they had people in Canada that could speak English. English proper. <laughs> the actors are very good with their English accents. That's where I'm going with that. Um, good save? No. That's what I meant. <laughs> it just came out wrong. Um... But yeah, I'm really liking. I'm really liking it right now. Um, my wife absolutely loves it. It's definitely taken. It's got some good writing that I was not expecting. Some of the twists that they've done, so that's good. So you'd say it's the second best Canadian show of all time, behind Kids in the Hall. Absolutely. Kids Ooh, in the Hall. Forgot about Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall is the greatest Canadian show of all time. I'm sorry. All right, so it's the third best. No. Damn, it might be fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Grassy was pretty good, so. I'm picking corner gas, guys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's mine. Awesome. Dave, how about you? What have you been out playing this week? I uh, played a little No Man's Sky. Um, I actually found um, some of my old portables, and I was playing stuff on that. Um, kind of rocking the old school Tetris on a Game Boy Color for a while. Because um, I had to. Um, I also found my very first handheld that I had around the kid one of those old LCD games and uh, was also playing um, some of the, the original Nintendo Game & Watch game called Ball. Um, a few years ago, they re-released a perfect replica of their original Game & Watch as a freebie for those Nintendo points. Does anybody remember that? I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, they used to have really good prizes. Um, and then that all went away. Um, and the one year, the Platinum Prize was the actual replica of the Game & Watch, um, their original Game & Watch, which was awesome. So that's been really exciting. Um, and the rest has been cleaning out all the storage in my basement. That was a fun game. Did you level up? I did. Awesome. Clean, cleaned out so much space. Very happy. Well, uh, that's going to bring us then to news, and we have a ton of news this week. Um, of course, a small game called Deus Ex. Um, I've actually just suddenly forgot the subtitle of this one. It's like uh, something... Humanity... Div humanity um, Divided. Yeah. Yeah. Mankind Divided? Mankind Divided? Yeah, one of them. Mm, that could be two. Yeah, Deus Ex, <laughs> Deus Ex the second. Let's just call it that. Uh, Deus Ex Manic. Is it like two. the third or fourth, actually? Well, technically, yes. Um, there are uh, uh, some suspect things that the community is crying foul on um, that I'm not sure what to think about it. We've all heard the um, premise of the evils of DLC. Uh, there are a ton of XP DLC that you can buy to basically level your character up and get ahead in the game. 
what do we think about that? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I know that from my perspective of 15 years ago, I would have said, that's dude, that sucks. That's horrible. You should never do that. Now as someone who doesn't have a whole lot of time for gaming, I actually am not so upset with the idea of paying five bucks and being able to advance a few levels. But the one thing that I, the only thing that I would posit to this conversation besides those two things is I wish I would know what the developers had in mind. If you're supposed to be playing it with accelerated XP growth, okay, then I would probably want to spend the extra DLC. If the developers made it with the idea that you don't do this stuff, but you can, then I would probably want to play it according to its original design. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I got two things on this. Um, first of all, I'm totally fine with it now because it's a complete representation of what real life is. Um, real life is for the rich, not for the poor. So if you can't play, if you can't pay, you can't play. Bam. That's what it is. They're just giving people a dose of reality, and I'm fine with that. Secondly, as far as your comment about how the game is designed, they just want to get their money as fast as possible before people get bored, which will be in a week. So if everybody wants to pay extra to burn out on the game sooner, they're fine with that. They're totally fine with that. And that's the design. It's, it's not there to, like, you know, lengthen the game in any way, shape, or form. They're going to try and sell season passes so people can log in later. But overall, it's just to get the money up front and get it as quick as possible. Kate, do you have a dog in this race? Do whatever the hell you want. Like, if you want to pay to level up, like, who cares? And if you don't, if you want to just level up on your own, do it. Just don't bitch about someone else's choice. <clears throat> so, Taro, if if Kate pays to level up faster, is she a poser or is she a real gamer? Uh, she's just Canadian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I think she's staring death right. lasers at you, Dave. It's breaking up your signal. I can't tell. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um... It, it's it's like this whole new DLC that's been coming out lately where you pay to actually get more or you pay to, to actually advance the game. game. No, to get more. <laughs> uh, like in Pokemon Go, I mean, to play it, you can go to Pokestops, get Pokeballs, da 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 Or you can spend real money and buy Pokeballs and then get all the Pokemon, all of them that you possibly can so you can get as, as much Stardust. So you're technically buying Stardust if you're going to do it that way. All right, and then now you can turn it around on, uh, like, Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, those freemium games. You're, you're still playing the game, uh, but you're not, like, raiding as hardcore as other people are. Um, I raided nonstop for a good three hours last night, and I still have not spent any money on Clash of Clans. Whew. But... Now, if someone spends 50 bucks on it, will I frown upon them? No. I mean, if that's how they want to play, awesome. But as far as, like, jumping ahead in levels, is, is that how it's going to be? How is it going to be portrayed, really? Yeah, yeah, for this, it's straight-up XP. 
Wow. See, that's like awesome. Oh, no. in, in, uh, in Clash yeah. Royale, it's you're you're buying cards, and you don't know which cards you're buying. That's how it kind of comes down to be. If you want to spend a hundred bucks on that game, and you want a certain card, then you have a chance to get it, but it's not you're not buying that card over and over again or that character. If you're just buying straight up XP, like that makes me sad <laughs> because the grind's not there. The fun part. Yeah, so you you're paying sixty bucks. So I don't for the like game, that. I don't like that. And then you can pay additional money to beef yourself up. Um, you can buy more in-game credits, which you use at the game shops to buy more weapons, ammos, and items. Or you buy Praxis kits, which you spend on hero on the hero's cyborg ability upgrades. Each time you level up... Did he say ammos? No. Sorry. Weapons, ammo, and items? Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, or you can buy the, the cyborg ability upgrades. Every time you level up, you get one Praxis kit. And most upgrades require spending one to two kits. So, okay. So you're buying those instead of getting one for each time you level up. And they're saying, you're... you know, the the article uh, says, you know, you generally would not spend real world money on the credits because they're plentiful in the game. Um, but the Praxis kits, on the other hand, are spread out perfectly in the campaign, according to the author. And then. So the point is, you know, you can do it faster, and they're one-time yeah. one use DLC. Okay, I, I saw this meme on Facebook where it was... Oh, go ahead. It's the way, you know, gaming is now. And I've just, like, decided to stop railing against it because it's not going to change. So why should I get pissed off about something that I have, I can't change? Because it, it's like the same thing where it's like, you know, back in the day where it's like, games are only meant to be in arcades. Like, what the hell is, like, console shit? So it's it's like that now. Stop. It's just a new phase mm -hmm. of gaming. Come on. I don't know. Did anybody really say that? Uh, you know some people did say that. I don't know. I remember people going, oh, my God, I'm playing Donkey Kong in my living room. And it sucks, but I'm still playing it. No, there's still an elitism about, you know, oh, I go to an arcade. Well, there was. Oh, there was, but well, then... some people were addicted to secondhand smoke. <laughs> Matt, you've been... What is that? We're getting, we're getting something from beyond. Hold on. Soul has entered I think it's the Speed Force. <laughs> They're warning us. <laughs> Uh, Flash Matt, is warning us about something. We did something wrong. Matt, you've been conspicuously Sorry. quiet this entire conversation. I've been intentionally quiet. Um, <laughs> the, you know, uh, you know me, I'm going to be screaming at those kids to get off my lawn till the day I die. So I'm not even going to touch that. To me, the issue is more if you wanted to make the game so you essentially could have a story mode by making the game easier, then do what Fallout 4 did, put in, oh my god, you need to shoot me a thousand times at level one before I die mode, and there you go. 
I, you know, if I keep using Fallout 4 as my standard for the amount of content delivered for a $60 game and the variety of gameplay that you get and the different ways that one can choose to play the game for $60, there's never any excuse for any of this stuff. Um, That's that got said, a good yeah, point. The Fallout developers are stupid. Yeah, well, they, they kind of are. I mean, they, they could be making way more money than they are. Uh, because, as Kate said, this is the culture now. People will just pay to get something, even if they don't need it, just because they can. It's so, a gratification thing. It's it's part not just with video games. It's with everything. Kids with, and, like, you know, digital stuff is instant gratification. So if you can just buy that extra stuff instead of grinding for it. And, and to, to Mark's point, if, if the game is designed to be played with the expenditure of additional money that play your game. If it's designed to be played, as the guy, as you said, the designer said that the things are spaced out perfectly for the way his vision of how the game would progress would go, okay, then fine, you know, then you, it's completely optional. Your disposable income, as long as you're not knocking over liquor stores to buy it, I guess you can do whatever you want, but... Again, to me, it comes down to it's it. Why are you playing games then? If 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 you're trying to bypass the experience as being portrayed to you by the development team and the director and all that, then why are you? Why don't you just go watch a video? That, I don't know. Maybe that that's the part to me I don't understand. Is is if you're gonna just cheat your way through the game or pay your way through the game, then why are you playing it? Well, I think it's all very interesting uh, and an interesting conversation to be had. What do you think about paying to get ahead in games? Let us know in the comment box below. Um, we're over there, we're over there. You know, we're, whichever direction it is. <laughs> uh, so I don't want to spend a ton of time getting into this, but there is a really interesting article on Riot Games League of Legends um, there is a team owner for an esports team owner that has been in a verbal back and forth with one of the co-developers uh, or the co-publisher, co-creators of Riot Games about their patching of the game to actually make it so that players can't earn a living. And it's at first everybody was like, oh, but it's actually turned into a really good um, conversation. So we've got a link for that on our Twitter feed, which you can see right here to my right if you're watching the stream. Um, but check that one out. It's it's very interesting, but I don't want to spend a, time, a lot of time with the panel on it because uh, it's pretty boring stuff. Let's talk about probably the most important... League of what? Yeah. Let's talk about the, mo the most important news of the week. Adult Swim has announced that they are actually publishing Toe Jam and Earl's Back in the Groove. I was so worried about this game when it initially... I got that email earlier earlier today. I was so happy. And the teaser trailer they have put up makes me happy, and I am super excited for that, although it doesn't look like it's coming till 2017 now. But that's fine. I can wait for a quality that's because they had to start over yeah probably <laughs> they, had to, they probably had to start over but that's okay no 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 they're actually that was uh, that move was done to add in all the all the console support yeah so that's awesome so that's why they're holding off so they get all the consoles out at the same time 
console uh, support equals starting over. So, so we have a, a few news items that are kind of all bundled together. It turns out, apparently, that there's a new PlayStation model called PlayStation Slim that was leaked in Europe by somebody going onto a eBay-like site and buying it and then having it delivered to their home. Eurogamer was like, let's be the first to scoop this. And they went to the guy's home and they videoed it booting up and then posted it to the internet, which was a dumb thing to do because then they immediately pulled it down and said, our lawyer said we should not have done that. Duh, since it's, yeah, not to mention talk about burning bridges at Sony. Um, Actually, I have a question about that. Why, if somebody bought it off eBay and said, hey, I purchased this off eBay, like, I, I'm not really for the legality on that one saying that they have to pull that down because they didn't break any embargo or anything. They filmed something over somebody's house that he made an allegedly legal transaction. So wouldn't the issue be more eBay and the person who sold Actually, the person who sold it would be the issue. You're right. The, person the fact who... that it's out in the wild and they filmed it, I don't think that's that should be an issue. Yeah, but you are burning your bridges with the company, which is a dumb idea. Uh, on top of that, I don't know how it works for hardware. I know software, you're 100% correct. Like if it's pat that's why they even broke the retail street date um, on No Man's Sky is because they could and then it no the embargo no longer applied for software. I don't know how that works for hardware if there if that's a different you know measuring scope or something along those lines. It might not be, but again, to me, if you're a I don't know. I, I agree. On the one hand, there's journalism, right? You're you're getting the scoop and doing something. On the other hand, it's not journalism in a, in a vacuum where you have to have relationships with these companies and maybe yeah, it's, see that's, it's different. Than, I, I bring up that. I bring up the fact just because of how it's never going to be journalism because of things like this. Right. Like, there's never going to be journalism until, like, after the fact, where, like, if a company crumbles, then they'll do the investigation, the investigative journalism to see, like, oh, well, this person did this, this person did this, this was a scandal, blah, blah, blah. But you're not going to see stuff like that really happening all that much during because they need to suck up to companies right. all the time. Um, and I'm just really against that sort of thing because you're never going to get actual journalism because of that. Uh, the interesting thing there, to there's me, illegal activity and then there's a console <laughs> right yeah uh, the, the interesting thing is that the, the thing looks horrific I would not buy one it looks horrible um, but the other thing that happened is that suddenly a listing for a USB adapter for a dual shock appeared also on an online site and then uh, the PlayStation blog accidentally leaked via metadata in a story they posted that they were about to announce that PlayStation Now is going to be available on PC. And now, as of today, because it already leaked, they said, hey, congratulations in Europe today, starting today, you can now have PlayStation Now on the PC, and there is a new updated DualShock that you can use with this USB adapter uh, wirelessly so that you can play PlayStation on your PC. So my question, and the really cool thing is because because Sony leaked that, Sony no longer talks to Sony, and 
they're not going to get any exclusive uh, news anymore. Well, no, what's, we, what's done... We have plenty of evidence that Sony doesn't talk to Sony. Yeah, we have plenty <laughs> of evidence in that fact. The, exactly, the, business as usual. The thing that, that kills me is, what the hell are we going to have at this September 7th meeting? Everything's out of the bag. We know they're announcing the Neo. We know... Finally. We know that they're announcing the Slim. We know they're announcing PS Now on PC. They have nothing left. I would be flabbergasted if there was something new beyond this. All I really want to tune in to see is how the hell they are going to explain the justification for buying a PlayStation Neo. That's all I want to see because I still can't find one after all this time. Well, the Because of great connectivity with the new PSP they're going to announce. <laughs> ah, I had to say something there. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is, is I was over on Omega Level yesterday, and everyone over there is already planning on getting one. It's like they don't know what it is; they don't care. They're they're just gonna get one. If it did 4K, <laughs> then I could see the justification, but it doesn't. It's upsampling. It's not real 4K. So why are you even doing it? The PlayStation we have now does that. Well, not for games. So. Well, not for games, but, you know, how many 4K games have we seen launch? Oh, that's right. Zero. Big fat goose egg. None. I mean, there's that's, not even hardly any 4K That's why, I, because you need a PlayStation Neo for that. It's the same thing with the whole Xbox thing. I don't get why they are coming out with... 4K, not 4K, when there's no 4K stuff. It's just... It's there's so no 4K stuff because we don't have the system that can do it. Now we'll we don't have, have the, the system yet. that can do we it. We cannot re rebuild them. What? Exactly. Right. Wait, you so, get it now. So you're you're telling me that they're actually going to make 4K games on the PS4? I don't think so. They're going to upsample That's them. That's what the... They're going to upsample them with the Neo to faux 4K, but it's still not going to be native 4K output. So well, who freaking cares? Whoa, whoa. Are you saying they're just trying to release a, a new system just to squeeze extra money out of people yeah, and not like actually Microsoft. deliver? No. Big... Just like That's, Microsoft. That doesn't sound like anything. You, you're <laughs> saying stuff like that is going to make Sony not ever let you get <laughs> access to information Probably. again. Probably. <laughs> not that they've ever given me access to information to begin with, so there you go. Um, See, well, now you know why. Because you're a hater. And Sony hates haters. <laughs> Sony hater, Mark. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, No Man's Sky has... I'll, I'll, try and say, I'll try and save face real quick. Sony, that original PS Vita, the screen is the best screen I've ever seen on anything. The OLED one? I agree wholeheartedly. Oh, God. I, I, I mean, still have granted, I was playing a lot of, like... You know, Game Boy Color lately and stuff. So making the jump to that back to the PS Vita was like, whoa. I remember, yeah, I remember playing Pokemon on the game on the DS and then switching over to my my Vita just to play. I'm like, whoa. Or or if you're like it, me it, now, it made a tear. If you're like me now, you're just playing Pokemon on your PS Vita. I'm just saying. So there's that. Why would you do uh, that? that? Because it looks Just really why? good. Because you can. It looks really good on the OLED screen. It's <laughs> a little distorted, but it looks good. That's just... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so No Man's Sky has now released, like, five patches. 
in the span of a week and a half. Um, but the only thing I want to say about that, they said that they have uh, now gotten 90% of all crashes on the PS4 have been fixed. Uh, but they still won't release the full patch notes. That's really annoying. They need to do it when they release the patches as opposed to, like, get six of them under their belt and then give us a... Yeah. Um, we'll come back to that one. Uh, Doom is discounted to $20 at GameStop right now. Uh, that's a really get good it. buy. Yeah, For and, 20 bucks, yes. Yeah, so... I'm actually thinking about running and going and getting that myself because that's really good. Uh, Matt, did you know that there's a Call of Duty endowment? Actually, yeah, I, I did. And did you know that it's helped 25,000 veterans secure jobs? I don't know. It was something of that magnitude, yeah. So, Unfortunately, that didn't exist when I was a veteran trying to get a job. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's kind of interesting and, and actually one of the very positive things that's come out of the Call of Duty franchise, 21 million in grants, um, to help place veterans at one fifth the cost of federal programs. So that's kind of interesting is that Activision is now actually doing better than the government at placing people in jobs. Or I should. That, that, that's actually. I don't know if that's surprising or just sad. I'm well, no. Sure. Let, let, let me let me make it more disturbing. Bobby Kotick is actually placing veterans in jobs more efficiently and faster than the United States government. So I'm just saying. Um, but I thought that was a, an interesting thing uh, to come out of it, and I think it's a cool thing that Activision's doing. So. Good job, Activision. Yeah, it is. It's I know, really I, know I don't say those words very often, but great job, Activision. That's awesome. Um, now that Dave is back, we can talk about probably the most game I am most excited for in October, which will be uh, finally has a date of October 10th that it is releasing. A hundred or thousand, yeah, hundred foot robot golf. Today was announced. Not I just only, saw that today. Not only was it announced with the set, with the release date of October 10th. But they also announced, get ready for this, a puppy Voltron Kaiju. Five puppies that drive puppy mechs that form a giant puppy mech Voltron. If you want to go the Transformers yeah, think... route, it's a puppy Gestalt. Yeah, I think I can support this game. I totally can support this game. I think this is like... <laughs> and it's, and I, it's actually funny, because I was just thinking about how I haven't played a good golf game since the uh, Mario Golf on the Game Boy Advance. Well, you know, this is not a good golf game. This is a golf game in which you uh, use 100-foot robots to try and destroy a city during a game of golf. Wait, what? It is... <laughs> You use giant robots that uh -huh. are using a city as their golf course, and the goal is to right. do as much damage as possible during the course of your golf game. Yeah, to... that's kind of like what I do to regular golf courses when I play. Right, but it's not a so... good golf game like Mario Golf, as you were saying earlier, or Hot Shots Golf. Yeah, but I so consider that a good golf game. 
<laughs> which is sad. Well, the interesting thing for me is I will I don't not... want to play a realistic golf game, is that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got it. Well, I am not picking up the normal version of this. I will be picking up the PSVR version of this just because I can. And that should be awesome. That should be awesome. Uh, what else? Titan two, Titanfall 2 says that crossplay is unlikely but not ruled out. Uh, they, they say that it won't be in there at launch, but they aren't close to the possibility. But considering nobody can get it done, I'm really beginning to think that Sony not wanting to allow it. I still don't understand how it hurts them, but sure. Um, yeah, I know it's not, just trashing Sony I'm left over every chance you them. get. I'm just pointing out that there are Microsoft fanboy. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Overwatch has a new character. It looks like uh, they've been doing an ARG hunt in their forums. That's been pretty interesting, uh, and I think that's a really cool way to engage their community leading up to the launch of, of a new character. Um, Overclocked Remix has released a Chrono Trigger Jazz remake, uh, which is really really good. And considering that's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Just FYI, something you might want to check out. It is free, so you can check that out at Overclocked Remix. Uh, Kate, you have Dead or Alive uh, 5 last round King Kamehameha version, right? Yeah. Did you see the new Mai trailer that shows off her moves and combos? Yes, I did. It, what did you think? That looks pretty fun. I mean, I haven't played the game in, like, months. So, I mean, I don't know if I'll pick her up, but she looked fun. Yeah, I thought it looked very good. Uh, King of Fighters also came out this week um, to overwhelmingly positive reviews. I am very excited about picking that one up eventually. I just wish the graphics weren't ass. Uh, you know what? I could care less. As long as it, it runs well and plays good, that's... My wife would agree with you a thousand percent, but I could care less. Graphics have never really been the king of fighters thing, though. I mean, oh, but they've been even in the sprite drawn. days, their sprites weren't. Yeah, but they were still cool. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Lumens is coming to mobile next week. Well, what did you call it? Lumens. Oh. Luminous. <clears throat> I love don't you, do Dave. that. I love you, Dave. No, don't do that. I was don't just do seeing that. if you were even paying attention. Um, I was waiting for I was waiting for you to like not even mention it because you're such a hater of a hater. anything good this week. Uh, Pokemon <laughs> Go loses more than 15 million daily users in a month's period of time. So they went from 35 million concurrent users down to 20 million concurrent users. Um, Only 20 million. How will they survive? Well, the funny part is I, I also put up this week uh, some photos and videos of a Taiwanese Pokemon Go stampede that is, like, straight out of zombie apocalypse yeah, nightmare fuel. It was a Snorlax. What happened there? There was a Snorlax that appeared in an area, and the place is already overrun with thousands of people as it is but apparently then it became tens of thousands of people once people started hearing that there was a snorlax and so it was like wall of people just washing everything away as they stampeded towards the snorlax wow uh oh yeah there it is um let's see 
There was a report that surveyed Japanese game developers and how much they make, and it was a very interesting read because compared to the U.S., the U.S. is probably one of the lowest countries for income, but even compared to that, Japan was probably about 15 to 20% less for game developer positions. So it was pretty... It's pretty interesting that they're not getting uh, compensated even the same structure types of deals as the United States. So that was an interest, interesting read that Kotaku put up. Uh, we've got that on our Twitter feed as well. Uh, the Witness has been confirmed as coming it seemed to really depressing. Can we just talk about that for yeah, a second? Yeah, yeah. It seemed really depressing, especially considering the amount of hours they probably have to put in um, during crunch time and stuff. Um, those seem, those wages seem really low unless that was just a base wage and there was like some kind of bonus structure in at the end, which I'm assuming probably not. No. Um, and, and that was a depressing is, article. This is a really, this is one of the huge culture differences between the United States and Japan. Whereas people like Miyamoto is a rarity, not a norm here. You've got Cliff Blazinski, you've got. Um, you know, David Jaffe, you've got all these developers that are well-known, iconic personalities, whether you like them or hate them. In Japan, uh, being an individual is not the the goal. It's for the good of the company, the good of the machine, etc. And so that's kind of folds into this. So I, I actually was not surprised that they made less. I was surprised by how much less that they make because it's it's actually a very small number for most of those positions um, even compared to the United States and here on the United States side not everybody has those deals where you get you know profit sharing or anything like that but even those base numbers are generally higher just because you live in the Bay Area because most developers are in the Bay Area as an example um, you have to take in living costs and things of that nature so just from that alone you're gonna end up with a higher base rate than what you see but Japan has just as much, you know, it's just as expensive to live in Japan, yet they're... I was just trying to say, Japan's not cheap to live there. Right, and that's my point, is, and the numbers are still that much lower is, is actually pretty concerning. And I understand why a lot of people might be transferring out to something else besides game development. It is rather just uh, a rather uh, depressing story. It was, it was depressing. Uh, Thanks John, for bringing everything down. Yeah, no problem. Let's talk about something happy for Xbox One users. Uh, the Witness is coming to Xbox One. Jonathan Blow con uh, confirmed this in an interview with IGN, uh, and it will have. They're aiming for a September 13th release date, which is right around the corner. I forgot to say that's the other thing I played this week. I played more of The Witness and still like put the controller down before I threw it across the room. It's really good, but it's really hard. Hey Turo. Yeah, yeah, what? So I know that you are a diehard Bleed Green Xbox fan. Yep. So what if I told you that Xbox came out with its own line of onesies called the Xbox onesies? Yes. Would you want one? If it was, well, depending how much they are. If they were gifted to me, yes. I, you know, I don't, depending on, yeah, just depends on how much they are. I don't know. If that they were like, actually... oh, it's $360, and I'm like, no, $100, mm -mm. $50. Uh, it... 
You know, it actually does not have a price, but it does have enlarged pockets to fit an Xbox controller and media remotes, an arm pouch for a mobile phone, rollable leg and arm sleeves, and forearm forearm grips to prevent slipping. I don't know why anybody does not want this. It looks pretty weird, I gotta say. Um, I want it. Now I would pay like yeah, I would pay fifty bucks for that. Kate, would you want yeah. an Xbox Onesie? No. Let's... Did you meant? Did you did you hear the pockets? <laughs> I still don't want one. Let, let's finish this informal poll. Matt, would you want an Xbox Onesie? Uh, no. Pockets. D- Dave, Xbox Onesie? No, no, no. No, you don't want that image in your head. Uh, I, <laughs> I think you'd look like Tinky, Winky, Tinky Winky personally, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, Tinky, uh, I was like, Tinky yeah. purple. Uh, right? Yeah, that's the purple one. Well, if I'm squeezing into that onesie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Capcom is doing a humble PlayStation bundle, which, to my knowledge, is the first time there's actually been a humble bundle for a real console. So we doesn't count. Because as we all know, PCs is not a uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, I, you know, PC master is. That's right. The the thing about it for me is uh, <laughs> the only thing I was really dis disconcerted about is that the only things for PS4 were things that have already been on multiple sales, and any newer games were just vouchers for like fifteen dollars off them. Um, Everything was mainly for PS3, and let me tell you, if you paid 15 bucks and you didn't have any Capcom games for the PS3, you'd be set for a very long time. But I don't know what what do you guys think about console bundles like this? Do you think this is a good strategy? Do you think we should see more of these? Do you think it's not going to make a difference? What do you think? I mean, as you know, humble, humble, the humble bundles go for charity, anyways. So on that side, it's a good thing. But what do you think about bundling consoles like this or console items like this, where it's across multiple? It's platforms? a great way. To, it's a great way to move, you know, move some numbers of products that aren't selling anymore. And that's that's basically what it is. Um, nobody was sitting around waiting for, you know. Final fight to be on some kind of you know humble bundle sale. It's just kind of like it's in there, like it's cool. Oh, there's a bunch of games in here, and oh, it's all in charity. Yeah, this is a great idea, but it's not something anybody that really wanted those games, you know, would have already bought them. The idea is, you know, sell a bunch of things for cheap, split the profits with charity. You know, it's a great little business model. So we didn't talk about the tick which did debut on Amazon this week earlier. Um, Dave, I know you watched it. Uh, Matt, did you get a chance to watch it? I did. Yes, I did. Kate? No. Taro, did you watch it? I did not. I've been all sorts of all over the place Uh, with with the strain recently. Just real quick, I don't want to spend too much time on our gaming podcast for it, but uh, Dave, what did you think? I loved it. I, I really hope it gets turned into a series. I thought they did a great job with it. 
and I was a huge fan. I was a very big skeptic um, going into it because, you know, they couldn't get Patrick Warburton for it, and I just thought he was perfect as a tick. Um, but Pete did a good job. Matt? Funky Pete. <laughs> um, I I never did see the original comic, so my, my original tick is the animated series. Um, ah. And so that's... That's the tick voice in my head, is the animated voice. Um, and this guy supplanted it within his first 10 <laughs> seconds. I mean, it, it, that is now the voice of the tick in my head. Really? Um, that good? It, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, Dark Ball wow. did awesome. <laughs> it's, it's... Wait, <laughs> not Tom Park. No, Roy Park. No, Ray Park. No, Ray Park, they never let speak. Right. He can only be chopped that was the guy that actually did the voice oh, of Oh, got it. <laughs> got it. Got he it. He was Pete from Shaun of the Dead. Uh, but, yeah, no, this uh, it was very, very well done. It was it was very well done. I was thoroughly impressed. Uh, I thought they, the, the guy that cast as Arthur was great. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't really expecting much, but they, they really did... They really did nail it. Um, I, I so, will yeah, say that I, I don't know that I. Go ahead. I, I'm not sure I'd want more than a couple seasons. I have this feeling that it's going to wear out quick, um, but I think I would definitely like to see at least a season or two of it. I thought the they 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 took it a little darker than everything we've ever seen before in the in the translation of it. I really liked that, and Tick was such a walking contradiction to that that you couldn't help but kind of bust in a grins now and then but the standout for me was jackie earl haley is that right is that his name yeah yeah as as uh i think so yeah the guy that played rorschach yeah yeah uh he he came close in my mind to a to a mark hamill joker persona kind of thing in that, I hope they do more with him, because that was incredibly interesting to me. Um, just very animated and over to the top. Uh, yeah, it, it did great. As far as the dark tone of it, the original comics were actually kind of dark. They were, but I think that I they mean, even took this farther than that. This seemed to me like... But yeah, but the first... The tick starts off escaping from an insane asylum. Right. And, like, he was in an insane asylum. Right, but I actually, they they were so dark with their setup for Arthur in this that I thought they were actually going to go the route that maybe the tick was a hallucination of Arthur's because that's where it looked like it was going for quite a while there, and I thought that would have been kind Whoa, of interesting. Whoa, that's really dark. Yeah, it was, it, it's pretty messed up, so I'm, I'm, I definitely recommend it. Uh, the the twenty minutes or so went by real quick. Uh, yeah, it was a quick show. Dice said that they want to focus on fun over realism, so no mustard gas coming out of your controller for Battlefield One. Um, but they basically said, you know, walking the tightrope between historical accuracy and um, fun is important to them, and they're going to try and go choose fun over realism. Which I don't think anybody was planning on something different, but okay. Uh, 
your team leaders in Pokemon Go now do something. Uh, Candela and Blanche <laughs> tell you what the what the uh, values of Pokemon and gyms are, and Spark just cries in the corner because that's all Yellow Team can do. <laughs> no, we don't. We're taking <laughs> over, bruh. He's just getting, getting scared, bruh. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Elite Dangerous. No, we're gonna skip that one. Oh, this this is one that I I did want to talk about. So, <laughs> Amazon exclusive, eight hundred dollar four oh. K Lord of the Rings Blu Ray versions that are the revised versions, not even the theatrical releases, and they come on a bookshelf with faux leather for eight hundred dollars. I don't know what they're smoking over there at Amazon for some of these specials. They're crazy. I I would not buy that in a heartbeat. Um, Two people have to buy it, and they're good. So. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. Uh, although it's given me a little case of the whiplash, uh, PT-inspired horror game Allison Road is being brought back from the dead. Kate, I know you're very happy about this one. I am. Um, what are you looking forward to the most about it? Just having a new horror game. Like a good horror game. Uh, I didn't purposely haven't looked at a lot of stuff from it, so it's not like I'm like really versed in it. I purposely have been staying away from it. Well, it was interesting because basically what happened is the creator left his own company, started a new company, and then re-announced the game. So... I don't know how that works, but okay. Um, <laughs> the Zenimax lawsuit against Oculus Rift now directly accuses John Carmack of theft and Palmer Lucky of misrepresentation, saying that Lucky does not have the technical fortitude to create his way out of a paper bag, pretty much. Uh, which they're getting... Burn. Oh, yeah, it's getting pretty ugly. Um, and they are specifically referencing an incident in which after John Carmack announced his resignation, he then returned to the Zenimax offices and downloaded data from their servers to a zip drive, to a thumb drive, and then never returned the thumb drive and used that data to found Oculus. Or not found it, but oh. enhanced it. Yeah, it's re getting really specific which makes me think they have some kind of evidence of that stuff, which means this is going to get real yeah, ugly that's, real that's quick. that's not good. No, this is going to get real <laughs> ugly real quick for the old books of faces. Uh, and for all of you watching us on Facebook Live, hello and thank you for watching. Um, <laughs> Hi, as we watch Mark burn every bridge <laughs> in the industry tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Polygon had a really interesting article saying, asking whether or not the Oculus's touch controller could revitalize the Rift um, because it is trailing in the uh, behind in sales numbers from the Vive. Um, the real thing for me is that once you add those touch controllers, it's probably going to cost exactly as much as a Vive. So how does that change anything, really? I don't know. We'll see. It'll be an interesting thing to watch, but let's talk about our uh, topic of the week because Divinity Original Sin 2 uh, is going into Steam Early Access uh, and it will be in September, which is right around the corner. 
Uh, I want to say September 15th. That is the correct date. Um, so Dave, you said CRPG with a question mark earlier. That would be a computer role-playing game commonly referred to as things of the gold, blo gold box era. And if you're not familiar with what the gold box is, it's because you're not old like me. Um, D&D actually released a bunch of tactical computer role-playing games back in the day. Uh, that you stop your action, you consider what you want to do, and then you press the space bar to make everything go again. These were the very first types of RPGs that appeared on consoles, or, or excuse me, on, on computers a long time ago, once graphics actually started. Before that, it was the things like Brutal, where it was the ASCII art, dungeons, etc. But once they started making you know, hand-drawn sprites and characters and things of that nature, the first form of that that we got that was pretty ubiquitous um, were CRPGs, which I played all through college, uh, and I actually played on my Mac. They actually, they actually came out on the Mac uh, before the PC, which was kind of interesting. Um, I, I'm trying to remember the name of the one that I played. It was like the Dark... It wasn't the Dark Crystal, but it was the Crystal of something. Um, and I played that probably a good two or three years before the gold box stuff started coming out. What does that translate into today? Divinity, Original Sin, Storm Coast Legends. Um, oh, what was the other one? Uh, there's a couple more on PC that I'm blanking on. Um, but there's a ton of different uh, CRPGs that are obviously filling a niche for people. For me, it gives me the D&D &D fix since I don't have a D&D &D group currently. I can do it single player on the computer, but um, I know, Matt, you've played some of these. What are your opinions on CRPGs? How do you think they're different from RPGs, and why do you see so many of them coming back now? Um, to hit the last question, I think nostalgia. <laughs> um at the same time where we're having games where you basically pay to just be super strong and breeze through the game, you've also concurrently got this uh, desire for the old-style games and something a little harder and something more restrictive. Um, CRPGs, I think I think Pool of Radiance was my first one mm. uh, from the Gold Box it. era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're by today's standard they're light on story, but at the time they were pretty heavy on story. Um, they're very, very, very graphically simple. Uh, and by contrast, you know, Baldur's Gate, the first PC Baldur's Gate was the probably great, 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 great grandchild. You know, that's kind of the yeah. last of the great CRPGs before they kind of disappeared for a while. Um, and that one almost, you could say, spawned the Bioware style of game, right? Because you had all the different conversation trees and you had the different paths and all that stuff. So that's kind of how the evolution went. Um, and anytime you know you get somebody, you get the evolution far enough, there's somebody that's interested in going back to the roots, right? Or roots, depending on where you grew up. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Sorry. I just did yeah. a word. <laughs> 
and uh, the uh, and I think that's where this is coming from. There's a, there's a desire to go back to see what things were like, but nobody wants to take the dive and actually boot up uh, something that plays DOS 2.0 or whatever. Yeah, I'm not and, even and sure you, you even if you did the games because you could do it under under compatibility mode now, but it would run 900 times the speed of what it used yeah, to. Yeah, everything was. Everything was clocked at the processor speed, so yeah, you, you'd never be able to control anything. Oh um, god, I remember the first time when I had a, a 486, and I had you had to turn off the turbo button. <laughs> yep. In order turn for older games to run properly. To, I, I had to. You code. had to like underclock your system. <laughs> yeah, you had to underclock, and then I uh, I actually learned how to using uh, Quick Basic write a program that wasted clock cycles. <laughs> you had to siphon speed. So, you were you were you were flashing. Yeah, I had, I had... You were using you were doing the flash. You were siphoning the speed. You were the turtle is what you were. <laughs> I was I was sucking speed out of my system because you know, back then the clock speed was slow enough that everybody just based the timing and things of the game off the clock speed on the processor. Yeah, so like try to launch Wing Commander 2, you'd launch a mission and you'd be dead like a millisecond later because you couldn't do anything. Um uh, but yeah, I, I really think it's it's mostly the nostalgia thing. I, people want to go back to that format and see cuz I mean most of the things we're talking about now are are probably more comparable to a Baldur's Gate or a Baldur's Gate 2. Uh not the console action RPG ones, the PC ones. Um, so it's, it's just, uh, everything old is new again. You know, we've got a lot of, uh, 16, 8 bit, uh, sprite art voxel stuff now. And that's really kind of a, a cool thing to go back and do, but with modern conveniences, I think we're just seeing the same thing with this. We're seeing something go back to something that's harder, something that's maybe a bit more tactical, whereas RPGs have gone more and more action. I mean, look at, Final Fantasy 15. It, it's from what we've seen, it's basically an action game. It's it's way more akin to uh, a Kingdom Hearts than it is to Final Fantasy 7 or 8 or 9 or 10. So 13 so, even. So Kate, so, on that point specifically, you are a diehard JRPG fan. How do you feel about franchises like Final Fantasy 15 moving towards action? Do you think that is something they should be doing or would you like to see it as it's been in the past? I don't know. I'm not against them trying what they're doing in 15. Um, I don't see what it's like, but kind of wish that the seven remake was just kind of like turn-based. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think everything has to be action related because I mean, turn-based games are still fun. Now, with that being said, have you played something like Divinity Original Sin or um, any of the Gold Box games back in the day or anything like that? So I never had a computer until well, I had But wait, school, you so. played Dragon Age, did you not? Yeah. So Dragon Age Inquisition? Yeah. So I then played the, all the Dragon Ages. So then the question became, how did you play Dragon Age Inquisition? Did you pause it, look at it from the you know, three quarter overhead perspective, plan out your moves and then unpause it to do its thing. Or did you just play it as a action game? 
I played it as an action game. See, and that's, I think, in my opinion, that's the best of both worlds because Dragon Age is a perfect you know, amalgamation of if you want to play it as an action game, you have the ability to do so. If you want to play it as a CRPG, you can do that as well. Um, in the first two titles, you couldn't do that on the console versions, but you could on the PC version, which is why I played Dragon Age 1 on the PC version, because I wanted that ability. Turo, have you played any of these types of games? Nope. I've seen just those games being played them myself. I, but what myself. do you, what, what do you think of them? Do you think is that something that interests you? Something that does not interest you? And if not, why? It doesn't. Uh, as far as Dra Dragon Age Inquisition, it's just too too much. There's there's too much um, to do. I'll get distracted easily. I'm a person that's like. I, I know this might be hard to believe, but I'm like, oh, what's that over there? I'm going to do that. Oh, what's that over there? I'm going to do that. Oh, what's, what's that over there? I'm going to do that. And I'll never accomplish anything. And, yeah, I'll get myself lay of the land, and I might have been able to do that whenever I was younger. But now, whenever I'm like, okay, I got two and a half hours to play. All right, I can do this, this, or this. And then end up two and a half hours of just doing side quests or just looking at cool things. And then when I go back to the game on open world stuff like that, when I go back to the game, hello. Uh oh, looks like we're having some technical difficulties, folks. Uh, give us just a minute, and we'll get everybody back on the call. Yep, that timed out. Let's see about Ubu contacts. Give me just one second. Apologies as we try and pull everybody back up. Looks like our service went down. Hooray for... Hey, Dave. It's still showing... What happened? Name. It's still showing... The, everybody crashed. It's still showing the uh, name, too. I don't know why. Can't get it off it. the screen, either. Yay, this is why we can't have nice things. Um, nobody else seems to be Sorry, online. Sorry, dude. It's all right. Do you see anybody else online? Because I can't see anybody. Uh, I, got, I got it. I got it. Yeah, here we go. Contacts. And... The whole thing blew up? Or... Yeah, it all blew up. And what's worse is now now Dave's on the bottom, so I can't hide his, his name. Yay, Dave. All right. He's probably well, showing up about... as Dave for me. Yeah, he's not showing up as Dave for me. All right, I'll drop off. Drop me back in then, and that'll probably drop me in the bottom. Yeah, it'll, it'll put you in the top, yeah. I don't know why he's stuck that way. Yep, perfect. Cool.
so, wait, did I lose Turo? Now? Yep. I don't see. Let's go back to Blob. There we go. Blab's dead. That's why we're doing this. Hi, welcome back. Uh, hey, that was scary. I was scared. Yeah. So, yeah, you were basically saying, Turo, you, you, you get distracted too easily, don't have the time. Yeah. It's just too much, and whenever I continue something like that after giving myself, you know, two and a half hours to do something, um, and I want to continue doing that, I, I can't. I have to continue after I a uh, whole day's work, or I have stuff to do in my life, and I just... Games like that, whenever I was younger, would be perfect because I didn't do anything. It'd be awesome. <sighs> but I just, I can't give myself, my brain literally can't go, do stuff, do stuff, do stuff, pause, come back to it, and at that pause, come back to doing stuff. I just, it's too much. So that's why I can't do games like that. Um, <laughs> that's why I don't like cricket. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think for me, you're wholeheartedly right. I think it is nostalgia. Um, I enjoyed those games growing up. I think they're tapping into the market mm -hmm. that is me, and that's fine. Um, but I find that they're different than open world games, Turo. In for me, anyways, in that they are much more linear. Yes, they have side quests and stuff, but it's a much more linear story than than something like a GTA or a Skyrim or No Man's Sky or anything like that. Um, usually they're pretty linear, okay. linear quests for the most part with some additional optional side missions if you care to do them. But you'll be able to play okay. some shortly, so that'll that'll be interesting to see. Uh, oh, I, I don't know what you mean by that, but yeah. okay. Uh, PlayStation <laughs> is going up. PlayStation Plus is going up ten dollars. Um, so renew yours now. Find some deals now. Uh, that'll bring it into parity with Microsoft and uh, Xbox Live Gold. So, um, trying to so just to hit that for a second, do you think there's going to be any change in any of the programs with that price nope. change, or do you think they're just charging us more? Uh, they're just charging us more because now there's more users on the soft on the system. Nope, I don't think there will be a darn thing <clears throat> that will be new. Uh, Dave's favorite. Uh, maybe we actually talked about this last month. We talked about the the nx stuff last month so that yep. brings us to the end of news that means it's time for our reader mail section uh reader i did i did see one other thing oh, i yeah. wanted to bring up about no man's sky quick though yeah, but go ahead. um <laughs> this was this is not a happy story but it's pc master race so um, so there was articles popping uh, right after No Man's Sky about how many concurrent players and how many people had bought it. It was a great thing. But uh, within the first uh, 24 hours of returning it, the purchase rate dropped by 89%. And so if, if you look at 89% the... of people that bought it returned it. <laughs> and if you look at um, the uh, concurrent player statistics, uh, it it goes like it's a it's a hump hump it's, it's hump, a drop off and then it just just dies down there so it's, yeah it's from 212,000 at its high to 22,000 currently which is horrific compared to where it started at um yeah. dave you said you had unique news for tonight 
That was the whole Toe Jam and Earl thing. I didn't expect you to follow that one. Why would you not? Okay, I'm I'm just not going to talk to you. Why would I not? I have news. Go for it. I don't it. know. I didn't think you were on the Kickstarter. It's, and it's a game I don't even really care about. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, Mark. What's that? The new Dark Souls 3. It's the new Dark Souls 3 DLC. You know, I don't generally talk about DLC launches in the news stuff, but please tell us. What is it all about? I don't know. I just saw that there was DLC. Yes, it's like the Kingdom it, of Amarato. It makes your it makes your rolling faster, so you can no no roll roll Dark roll, Souls roll, does roll, not, roll roll. Dark Souls does not do DLC to win, so no, that is not the case. Oh, it makes your roll slower then. So I guess we should say expansion pack. Yes, as opposed to DLC. Yes. Um, that's going to bring us to reader mail then, unless anybody else has a, a final thing here. Uh, Dark Gaming asks Pokemon games. Who's better, Pikachu or Raichu? And this is for the games, not Pikachu. the an animated series. Oh. Oh. The evolved stats are always better. Not, not always. Um, Raichu is a lot slower. Um, he loses a couple of his speed attacks and loses one... One main attack. What was it? No. Like, if you evolve him too early, then you lose, like, one of the yes, coolest yes, speed yes, attacks yes, that he does. Yes. Yeah, yes. but that wasn't... The question wasn't, if you evolve him too early, which one's better? So, even if you... Okay, let's say you had a Raichu with the same with the same attacks as a Pikachu. Pikachu would still beat him from speed alone. He would always be attacking first, because he's... Yeah, no, Pikachu. Duh. Yeah, no. Now, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Does anyone have an a differing opinion, Matt? I honestly have never actually played a regular Pokemon game, so I really can't speak to this. Dave? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how just going first, you know, if the other one's that much stronger, it's going to absorb the hit. And then just smack you with a sledgehammer afterward. That's not how the really. game works. Power, so you're, the so you're saying you're stronger. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And I, and I, you really and have and to it, trust me. I'm not a finesse player in the game. And that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> hit first, hit hard. What, what was that movie? I'm gonna I go just with... saw that movie. What was it? It was Karate Kid. No, I no, well yes, but uh, that movie just oh it was Turbo Kid, Turbo Kid Strike Hard Strike Fast. Oh, I can't remember what the third one was. Uh, I'm also gonna choose No Mercy, Pikachu. sir. Pikachu. Yeah. May, not because uh, I think his stats are better, but I like him better. So there's that. To just ask which one we think is better, who's better? In my mind is P Pikachu. He's the mascot. Um, Kate, do you have a bone in this fight? Pikachu's cuter. There you go. Matt? Now, if we're going what about I like Alola version? Little ear tufts. <laughs> All right. I was like, what about... I was going to say, what about Alola version Raichu versus Pikachu? Whoa. Uh, Hoodie, continuing <laughs> the, the Pokemon Inquisition uh, in Reader Mail this week, 
Who uh, Hoodie Syndrome asks, what is your favorite shiny Pokemon? Mine is Gor- Gorgeist, Gorgeist, whatever his name is. I can't remember, ever pronounce it. Oh, the pumpkin one? The plant ghost? Uh, yes. That looks really scary. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Favorite shiny. And no, Firefly is not an answer, Matt. I heard you thinking it down there. (laughs) Ah, I was thinking pretty loudly, so, you know. (laughs) I'll choose you, River (laughs) Chew. While, while, uh... (laughs) While Turo is brain is melting as he tries to make this decision, what about you, Matt? Uh, shiny Charizard. Okay. Got to go with the classic. Dave. Um, the only one I have had the worst luck in those games with finding shinies. No, it's not um, the ones you. The captured. only one. It's which one is your favorite? I, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen any others. All right, then what's the one you See, I don't like this question. <laughs> the only one I've seen is that stupid red Gyarados. All right. Kate, do you have a favorite shiny Pokemon? Yes. I don't even know what a shiny Pokemon is. It's, it's a shiny it's a Pokemon. Swap. Yeah, it's a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Master Cobras asks, do you prefer monitors or laptops? For what? Two are not mutually exclusive. Uh, I believe the intention of the question is, if you're going to work on something, desktop or laptop. Yeah, yeah, basic. Well, monitor, because you can hook up a monitor to a laptop. Right. Do you prefer the monitor or the laptop screen? screen? Okay, I'm gonna go with a huge. It depends. Huh? Some things I need three screens for, so... See, I'm going to break the, the rules because I'm just going to say um, I use my TV as my monitor, so TV was not part of that equation, but whether it's a laptop or a desktop, I use my TV because I prefer that over a monitor or a built-in laptop screen. Taro? Monitor or laptop? Did I ever ask you what your I'm... shiny Pokemon was? No. What was your shiny Pokemon? I don't know. There's so many cool ones. <laughs> like I was going to say shiny Scyther because I really like Scyther, but his palette change was dumb. And then I was going to say... Uh... I was going to say Steelix, but that one's dumb too, even though I kind of like it. And I was going to say Dialga, but it's very, very subtle. And then, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. No, uh, no. Because he just looks like a, you know, a, like a Charizard, Meg, or a, a Mega X Charizard color. And it's like Before the Megas your, existed. Your face is a Mega X Charizard. Come on, pick one. Thank you. you Dave, answer the question. Yeah, Dave, answer the other question while he's still melting. You know what? I'm just going to go with the first actual shiny Pokemon that I caught, and that was an Eevee. So let's just go with Eevee, even though it's just a faded out Eevee. (laughs) Okay, so then monitor or or laptop? Which do you prefer? I'm going to say laptop. You can take it anywhere, honestly. Dave? I haven't had a monitor in my house since 
1997. I've been using laptops since, yeah, like 96 or 97. Kate monitor or so. laptop? Laptop. And Matt, you... Survey says? If I only need a single screen laptop screen. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, I'm TV because I can't be bound by your question. Uh, Tomboy1 asks, Hey, does anyone know of any game systems other than the Xbox that will play DVDs? Uh, I can answer for the group. All of them play DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the Wii U does? Even the yeah. Wii U. Yeah, Wii U plays the DVDs. Wii does. I didn't I know that. Sure the I didn't Wii know that. Does. I know the Wii didn't. No, Wii U plays DVDs. Yeah. Okay, I, I just know the it Wii does didn't. Not play, just... It does not play Blu-rays, but it does play DVDs. Right. Um, ML, ah. MLG Gamer asked, uh, what happened to LJN? I like this because this is a really like throwback question. Do you guys remember LJN even? No. They were Is the that a president. No, that's LJ. But <laughs> I know, L... I know, I know. LJN was the. They were a toy manufacturer and video game maker. They had the rainbow with their LGN initials as their logo. Oh, that LGN. Yeah, that LGN, LJN. So we're talking about the, they're the people that made that, um, oh, yes. was that interactive show? Yes. Finally. They are like, ah. they're considered by many people to be the worst video game publisher of all time or developer of all time because they made horrible licensed games. It was something powers. It was interactive with your TV. Yes. Well, they, Captain Power? Um, are you Captain Power, yeah, that's it. The gun game one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, so that game alone, so they made basically this gun game, and it was super defective. And they lost tens of millions of dollars. It was somewhere like $35 million in returns on that. Uh, and after that, they were quickly sold to Acclaim. And Acclaim rolled them in and killed their toy line because they had been making... Um, WWE toys. They made like the first WWE toys back in the 80s. Uh, the action figures and stuff. And then they killed all the toy lines and made them just start cranking out all these shovelware titles that were horrible. And um, eventually Acclaim just folded them in. And their last imprint game came five years after the studio had been 100% folded in. And to this day, no one knows why Acclaim chose to use the LJN imprint on the box art, but it was for a Dreamcast game. That's how long they were making it. It was called um, 1937 Speed, the Spirit of Speed 1937, I think is what it was. And it was like rated the worst driving game that yeah. came out that year. And it was horrible, just like every other LJN game. But this is the interesting thing about LJN. So anyways, they're dead because Acclaim is dead. There is no LJN. There is no Acclaim. They're all dead. Everyone's dead. Um, but what you may not know, which is interesting, is the guy that started LJN actually um, left that final year 
one acclaim rolled it in and started his own company called THQ. <laughs> what? And after about a year... That would explain THQ's early well, nope. crap. Well, early, yeah, because he was only there for about a year and a half. THQ was horrible when they started. Yep, and he left THQ... The fact that that company exists now the way it is is amazing. Well, it doesn't. THQ doesn't exist. Hmm? Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. I mean, Nordic yeah, I forgot. bought the stuff and renamed themselves THQ, but yeah, THQ proper doesn't exist. So that guy only stayed for like a year and a half at THQ, and then he actually went and f made a new studio called Jack's Pacific. Jack's Pacific made video games? Yeah. I don't even remember them. I only remember them doing wrestling action figures. Nope. They they did video games too. I'm almost positive. Jack Pacific. Things I really didn't know. LJN did the Thundercats toy line, which was actually super awesome. Yeah. I think they did. Oh, yeah, the, they had good toy lines. Yeah, they had great toy lines. It was just that they they lost so much money on their video games that they eventually, yeah. you know, got bought out to the point that... Um, um, and the gun thing you were thinking of was Photon. I knew I knew what it was, but yeah, that was that was the uh, laser tag ripoff. No, that's not what I was thinking of. No, that's not what you I were was... thinking of. You were thinking of Captain Power, which is not yeah. them, according to this list. Oh. Captain Power and the Soldiers of Tomorrow or Soldiers of the Future or something like that. Yeah, who did that? Was that um, World of Wonder or something? Could be. I don't know. I swear they made video games too. They do the plug-in. Jack oh, yeah, does no. the plug-and-play video games. Yeah, and they have a bunch of TV games. Yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, that's the that's go. the games that they do. But they also have their toy lines, which very popular with WWE, etc. So now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Hooray! Thanks for the questions. No, um, they back... were Mattel. The the Captain Power was Mattel. Yeah, I just found just that. Fact checking. <laughs> um, that's all I have on mailbag this week. So thanks everybody for writing in. Uh, if you would like to write in. With questions of your own, you have a plethora of ways to do it. Uh, you can firstly leave a comment on the Facebook feed if you're on Facebook Live watching us. Uh, if you are on Twitch, leave a comment uh, on the stream and we will answer the question there. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment in the comment below. We'll answer the questions uh, on next week's show. And then if you'd like to write in, you can contact us at gamersledge at gmail.com or you can go onto the Video Games Amino application, and that's where we actually pull most of our questions from. So thanks, everybody, for participating. That's going to bring us to final thoughts uh, for the week. Kate, final thoughts. I can't wait to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll make your wish come true sooner rather than later. How about that? Um Dave, final thoughts. I just saw a disgusting link. Apparently, Burger King is making a burrito called the Whopperito. Whopperito. 
Yeah, that is insanely disgusting looking. I would say avoid if you can even find a Burger King. We all know Mark loves Burger King. Um, actually, I kind of do actually like Burger King, but I can't eat them. And they're oh, not really? On, they're not on my diet. So. No, yeah. I, I remember that Burger King is that place you trashed on. Was it Yelp? Well, or no, that's yeah. I did. I did get a Burger King closed down. That is correct. But no, yeah. <gasps> um, Turo, final thoughts. Mm. It'll be the last time you see <laughs> these guys. That's it. He's gonna kill us all. Who who no, are you pointing to? Guys. You're pointing no, to the blinds. Oh, the blinds. Because that's all that's in the background right here is blinds. I don't got anything cool. That's it. Also, go watch Kubo and you know don't breathe tomorrow. Yeah. Boom. Don't breathe what? tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the creators of Evil Dead. Oh, go Man, watch called Don't, Don't Breathe. Breathe. Go watch Don't Breathe. Yeah, oh. go watch Kubo. Yeah. Oh, no. Go watch Kubo and the Two Swords. And also go watch Don't Breathe. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> it was great because on my screen, you're, like, pointing to everybody at the top yeah, and saying, like, you're going to never see these guys again. And then you're like, don't breathe. okay. Oh, wait, I'm in the center. It'll be the last time you see these guys. Uh, Matt, final thoughts. Oh, I'm, I'm not in the middle. Matt, final thoughts. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, that's about it. I think all the thoughts. Why do I always head. break everything? Uh, that's a good question. We should cover that one week. Um, That'd be cool. I don't know. The, uh... The, uh, the, the, yep, nope, I got nothing. Um, cool. Play more games? <laughs> All right, then. Burgundy? Uh, <laughs> for my final thought. My final thought this week is actually a funny story that happened to me uh, this last week. Uh, we went out, um, and then we came back and we let our dog out. Marvel, he's been on the podcast. He is super hyperactive. He loves running around and chewing on things. Uh, anyways, I was playing a game shortly after we got back, and I heard the dog chewing on something, and it didn't sound like his. he's got an antler that he chews on. And it sounded much more hot. Be careful with those. Yeah, no, he's fine with that. But um, it, it was much more hollow sounding. And I'm like, oh, God, what's he got? And all I see is Deadpool hanging out of his mouth. And he had gnawed Deadpool's face off and half of his head. And so this is like a $60 figure. So I'm obviously super upset with the dog. But I also have to laugh because it looks kind of like Deadpool would actually look if you took his mask off. So I'm not sure if I'm going to throw away the figure or actually keep it with pizza face Deadpool. So that's what I got. Um <laughs> for housekeeping of course uh if you do like the show please like and subscribe if you're watching on youtube uh like us on facebook um like us on twitch if you're watching there as well follow us uh if you're on twitter feel free to let us know give us a shout out we'll follow you back uh 
Twitter is twitter.com slash gamersledge, facebook.com slash gamersledge, pinterest.com slash gamersledge, and of course, uh, Tumblr, StumbleUpon, and every other thing we are on, and the main website, as you can see right below me here, is gamersledge.com. With that, we'll end the show as we do every single week with a fantastic witticism. How do snails fight? Just, I'm just going to say I can't wait to tackle you <laughs> to stop you from doing this. It won't In stop. Real it won't stop. Life. It won't stop. <laughs> How do snails fight? Slowly. Um, they slug it the out. the shell out of each other. Ah, mine was better. Beating Until the next shell week. out of each other. Game on. Come on.